morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is WTBR 89.7 FM, Pittsfield's Community Radio, and you're listening to Stuff, a show about tips, hints, hacks, a joke or two. Listen in every Thursday morning. Here we go. Good morning. Good morning. I like good morning to you. We should have a little jingle. Everybody. Yeah. 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 Somebody write it in. Yeah. So I'm Lynn. And I'm Bev. And together we are Stuff. Stuff. And we are in the studio and you're listening to us and you probably don't even know what month it is or anything, but that's okay because we might say a month and it might not be that month, but that's okay. (laughs) Just go with it. Just, you know, who? Yeah, we go with it. Just go with it. We go with it. We do. So we always start. This is the only thing (laughs) that's consistent about our show Uh is that we always start with, is it fake news or is it real? And I love it. And I always remember that we're going to have it. And I just get so excited. And I really need to get a hobby or something because. Well, I have two and I don't know which one to do. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, pick, um, you have to, um, you have to um, pick one. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. She's got okay. it. She's on. She's got it. Now. Watch now. your language. Watch your language. Bus passengers who urinated. On a beehive, are stung in some unfortunate places. Some men who got out of the bus to regetted their target. They were stung by bees <laughs> repeatedly in a very sensitive region. Or, or is this true? Woman who cuddled cub survives barely. A cute, loving Wisconsin woman made the big mistake of hugging a bear cub. She has been hospitalized for the hug the mother bear gave in return. Those are both... Those are both doable. Yeah. Those are both sounding very real. I can, I can, I can actually see it happen. Yeah, the first one I don't I can see. <laughs> but they don't want to see. But... But they could both happen. They could. Oh, this is a tricky one. <laughs> this is a tricky one. I have a joke to start my half. <gasps> oh, good. So. I hope I laugh. Well, I hope so, too. Which one? <laughs> I'll, I'll do this one. This one might make you laugh. A guest is ordering at a restaurant, says to the waiter. Mm-hmm. Do you think you could bring me what that gentleman is having over there? He says. The waiter looks at him sternly and says, No, sir. I'm sure he intends to eat it himself. <laughs> did you know where I was going with that? I, did. I could tell I did. by your face. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that one. How okay. many times have we one? said that? Oh, the, uh, the uh, okay, the other one is um, I was the best door to door security alarms salesman for several years running. The trick was to just leave a brochure on the kitchen table if there was nobody home. Oh! <gasps> <laughs> Ooh. I like that. That's Ooh. really clever. That one is clever. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. Well, I have a whole bunch of stuff on on fashion. You have stuff. You know, someone emailed us and asked us how to spell stuff. No, 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 no. no. I just thought. I'd... <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's full of it this morning, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yes. Okay. So should I start or? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Men have been wearing shorts for decades, but women were only allowed to wear them in public after World War II. One of the main reasons for this was because less fabric was available during the war. So shorts were more cost-effective than pants or skirts. Makes total sense to me. Makes total sense. Total sense. Yep. And that one's kind of blah, but there are some others that are kind of okay. Kind of okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So, So right now it is March. And uh, still, yep. And this month in history. Oh, first of all, I, I was doing the, the holiday, the day. Yeah. But now I'm doing the whole month. And because we can change things <laughs> if we want to. And I'm changing. I'm not doing day. I'm doing month. OK. So the whole month of March is National Noodle Month. It is Sing With Your Child Month. Oh. And it is National Craft Month. Oh, hey, right so, up hey, my alley. There you go. So this month in history, the Girl Scouts were founded. The rubber band was invented. <gasps> Who did it? Who did it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it just says, can you imagine life without them? No. The rubber band was invented. We'll have to look that one up. And Coca-Cola was invented in 1886. They had, they had drugs in it. In, in 1886? Yeah. Isn't caffeine a drug well, anyway? No, wasn't it? Wasn't it there a drink that had, had? oh gosh, I'm going to have to think about this. I thought there was a drug that had had laudanum in it. Oh my goodness. A, a drink there. Maybe back in 1886. It's okay. a long time ago. Yeah. The flower of the month is the daffodil or the jonquil. Aww. Like Amanda Wingfield said, jonquil. Birthstone of the month is the aquamarine or the bloodstone. Of course, the astro- astrological signs are, are Pisces and Aries. I know. My son's a Pisces. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and the moon this month is called the crow moon <gasps> or the Lenten moon or the sap moon or the seed Moon. I like the crow moon. I do too. That's what I named my car. Crow. Yeah. I love it. She has a new car, and guess what color it is? Crow. Black. <laughs> it's crow. It's not only black outside; it's black inside. inside. So it's more like a spider. Yeah, no, no, oh gosh, a spider no. would no, be no, creepy. No, 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 no. Crow. <laughs> I like crow. I should name my car. I always name my car. Yeah. Yeah. What's I your little? Uh, what's your little? Birdie. Birdie. That's that's all right. I'll have to think of a name for my Greg's, car. Greg's Greg's car is named Truck. Truck. Yep. Sounds sounds right. It's the truck. It does sound right. Yep. My very first car I did name, and it was because my cousin had a car, and it was green, and he named it this. And so when I got my first car, I named my car Pickle. It was the color of a pickle. It makes me feel like showering <laughs> it up was, immediately. It, it was little. It was a little, a little pickle car. So it's a gherkin. <laughs> I love pickles. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Think about it. Is your mouth watering? Too much. Mm. Oh, no. Oh. I am done with the month of March now. Now I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see the words. <laughs> <laughs> do you not like pickles? I hate pickles. You don't put relish in your egg salad? I do not. Uh, you don't eat eggs. I you do. should do eat eggs. Yes, I do. Relish and egg salad's good. Okay, I'll take your word for it. You and my husband, no pickle. Bras. Bras? Yeah. Have been through different styles over the years, but you can now purchase a bra that can also be used as a gas mask. (laughs) 
On the subject of bras, the famous author, Mark Twain, who wrote The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, believe it or not, was the inventor of the bra class. Get out! Okay. (laughs) He invented the class? Yep. Probably because he wanted to learn how to do that thing. (laughs) One-handed. One-handed. Yeah, I haven't been able to do that. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that something? You know, I did see... When COVID started, it's first hit. I did see people with their imaginative masks, uh-huh. and one of them was uh-huh. a guy had on a, a bra <laughs> for a mask. You could put a bra on for earmuffs. Just put it right over your head, and I'm then just put, thinking, use that little clasp. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking of the shape of the face that can wear that as a cup on the. Well, the, you, you know? just let it stick out. Well, I guess it depends. <laughs> what size? What size bra? It is. What size could? Yeah. What size it is. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that is such an interesting little thing. (laughs) Or big thing. Whatever. (laughs) I want to look at it. (laughs) Or almost non-existent. So, so, um, (laughs) okay. Yes. So there's lots of different ways that you can travel, you know. Yeah. And here are some interesting ones now that people may start traveling again soon. Uh, hot air balloon. So uh-huh. you can, um, taking a hot air balloon ride is an unforgettable experience with its slow pace directed by the wind. This usual mode of transportation is like no other. Seeing the landscape spread below you is a moving, no pun intended, mm-hmm. experience. Traveling by hot air balloon will enable you to see the world from a magnificent height and will give you a new perspective on the planet. Hot air balloons are common in many places. For example, they are often used in Turkey, Mexico, and Greece to show visitors the beautiful landscape below. They are also celebrated at festivals that are held to create, to celebrate this magnificent mode of transport. So you know they have the Hot Air Balloon Festival in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Which I plan to go to in September. Would so you, I can give you, you a rundown. If it's tethered... Uh huh. I have done it, and it was tethered, and I will not let them cut that rope. No, 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 no. I won't go there. No, my husband's great grandfather was (gasps) married. We're going to hear something. And left for his honeymoon. He he was a judge. He had money. Hot air balloon ride was nothing for him. Uh huh. So they took this hot air balloon ride, and they actually did have a crash. (gasps) They didn't die, but they didn't. They didn't. didn't have the celebrate that the night? ride of a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, I no. Would you? I would not do it. I no. would not do it. Nope. No, no. Um, I okay. Now I I had this one. Now I can't think of what I'm going to do because I'm I'm because <laughs> you're thinking about the hot air balloon oh, ride. Oh my goodness! I will not fly in it. Sam, oh, that's a Sam. I am. I'm thinking of a a riddle about the uh, yeah, hot air balloon. Yeah. Now, did you gather your thoughts? Michael Kors. Oh, I don't Kors. know who Kors Michael Kors is, but so he's a designer. Knows. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Okay, his first project was his own mother's wedding dress. Hmm. But he was only five years old at the time. Five years old. Yep. Wouldn't you love to see that sketch? Yes. Wouldn't you love to know if she made it exactly yes. or had it made exactly like his yeah, sketch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Five years old. So it was just It was in, in his genes. Yep. It, no pun intended. <laughs> We're going to say that a lot today, I think. Ooh, it was cool. in his genes. Yeah. Yes. He's a, he's a, I know there's a lot of pocketbooks I've seen, Michael Kors. Oh, yeah? Okay. Um, then he'd be one of my friends. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about TJ Maxx and Marshalls and... Ooh, you makes know, me want to go. Where you can go and get some really fine pocketbooks, <laughs> purses, bags. I have bags. More bags than I need. You know, and I, I still want don't. Some. I never was a collector of <gasps> the bags or the I shoes. I love the bags. Yeah. No, Do you change your bags every day? Quite often. Yes. Yeah. To go with your outfit or no, to go with your shoes or your no, mood? Just just for the variety. Yeah, where do you keep them? Hanging up or do you just throw them some in a pile? Some are hanging up and some are in a pile and some are I don't know where. Mine would be in a pile. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. They take up a lot of they room. They take up space. Yeah. I have just a, a, I have two or three in their, uh, in a pile in the closet That's in it? the corner. Two or three? Yeah. I'm not a pocketbook. Uh, I don't even <sighs> carry one. I haven't carried a pocketbook now for a year. But you're limiting yourself. It's not just pocketbooks. It's carry-alls. Carry-alls. It's luggage. <laughs> it's bread baskets. It's, it's you luggage. name it. <laughs> it's a bread basket. So yours are large. I have large ones and small ones and in-between ones and insulated ones and non-insulated ones. And so if you have an insulated one with you when you go to the supermarket and you plan to put on a chicken, mm-hmm. uh, you can put the chicken in there. Which I would never do. Never do. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to sing my put on a chicken song. What is that? Oh, gosh. I'll tell you a very quick story. Okay. I was at a hotel with uh, my sister and uh, my friend Chrissy, and, and uh, I think my, daughter, my daughter-in-law was with us, too. We went to this, um, this thing, and I had some leftover chicken, and I went down, and I went to the ice machine, and I got a bag of ice, and I put the bag of ice in the drawer uh-huh. and put the chicken on top of it, uh-huh. thinking that it would... In the drawer? Uh-huh. And, of course, in the morning, what did we find? We found a melted bag of ice and a spoiled piece of chicken. Oh. So, so, so we we developed the song, put on a chicken. No, no, that's not what it is. Is uh, lay down the chicken because we laid down the chicken in the cold. Uh-huh. Lay down the chicken, lay down the chicken, lay down the chicken in the cold, in the cold. You gotta lay down the chicken, lay down the chicken, lay down the chicken, so it won't get old. You gotta lay down, and we sort of do it harmony. Oh my word! And. and to this day, she's so talented. We still sing that in like three part harmonies. <laughs> <laughs> when when COVID's over, I'll have them in as guests, and they will sing the chicken song. Wow! <laughs> All right, and it you can join never in. Ends. Oh my god! You could join right in. I am. I am so impressed. You could be our percussionist. <laughs> All right, off we go. Is it is it my turn again? Probably. <laughs> Oh, did you know up until the 17th century, men didn't wear underwear at all? Mm-hmm. Probably would have gone, uh, would have had a wonderful day had I not had that information. <laughs> but do you know what the oldest, oldest piece of clothing was? A uh, sock? No. The oldest piece of clothing is a coat. No. It is a pair of uh, bloomers. It's a loincloth. A loincloth. I was getting close with the bloomers. I just needed to cut it down smaller. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was so interested in the Native Americans and everything, and I could see the pictures with them wearing the loincloth, and I thought, oh, that's interesting. So I tried it with a towel. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> okay. How'd that work out for you? 
It was kind of <laughs> chubby. <laughs> oh no! How many people? How many of you out there are now going to go home and get two washcloths <laughs> and some string or some duct tape oh, and make yourself a loincloth? You can also travel <laughs> on a freighter. Why? Yes, you can travel on a freighter. But the, okay. Though it's not exactly the most luxurious mode of transport, traveling by barge or freighter is an affordable and unique way to travel. The is most it? impressive thing about this mode of transportation is the sheer size of the vessel. With a limited number of passengers, no amenities or Wi-Fi, and months of sailing to your destination, you can experience the relaxation that comes with slow travel and just think of the stories you will come home with. Now, it, when you're on one of those things, there's no covering, is there? I think so. I think you can go inside because they, they bring freight, right? So don't they have cars inside and... Okay. And all kinds of things, but they go very slow. Isn't that something? Months. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me think of a raft. You're thinking about it. Oh, she's thinking about it. I can put a hammock up and a little sunshade and a little coors. No, I don't know. A couple of months. So if you want to do freighter cruising, you can. W. Griffith. We all know that name. Producer of silent movies in Hollywood, okay, thought that actresses' eyes could look a little better. He created the first false eyelashes. Oh, I did not know that. So he's looking at them, mm-hmm. and he's saying, "Hmm, I can express what would make this better." better. Uh huh. And the false eyelashes became ta-da. They're popular now. They are. They're very popular. Very popular. For those who know how to put them on. Yes. Do you know that there's a little tool? (laughs) Yes, I do, and it doesn't work. There's a tool that you can put it on, and then you put the glue on, and then you go, and you go, and you go, and you try, and you put them on, you go, and you try. I put the glue on, and by the time I get them on, they dry it off. Yeah. Yeah. A daily thing. You can, you can, you can, if you have moolah, do travel in a private jet Private jet travel. Well, that's more like it rather than going on a freighter. Yeah. There's no better way to travel than in a luxury jet. I think I'd rather be on the freighter. You think? Because I wouldn't crash. Well, this is true. (laughs) And I wonder how a freighter would, if a freighter goes out in the middle of the ocean, or does it kind of stay? It must cross the country. Or cross the country. So if it does... And there's a storm. Uh-huh. Is a freighter big and strong enough to withstand the storm? They're big, bulky, They're huge. huge things. Yeah. Be kind of maybe safe. Okay. Oh, I'm not done. I'm still talking about the private jet. Oh, go, 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 go. <laughs> so skip the queue in the busy airports and trade it all in for a luxury lined experience on the private jet. Experience that will leave you feeling like a king or queen. Mm-hmm. By the time you arrive at your destination, you'll feel so well rested as if you had just stepped out of a luxury flying hotel. Okay. And I wonder what that cost is. Whew. Bigger yeah. than what I got. Yeah. No, I won't be doing the private jet. Around mm. 
this is big, the 80% of the world's women buy shoes which are too small for their feet. Generally, women like to think they have smaller feet and therefore choose a smaller size. Hmm. I've never gone down that road. No, me neither. There's a really cute episode of the Dick Van Dyke show <laughs> where they, he and his buddy buy a shoe store. Uh-huh. And there's a lady that comes in and she sits down and she's a little hefty. Uh-huh. And he measures her foot and he gets the shoes and she says they're too big. And so gradually they go down to a size where he couldn't even get it on her foot. You know, in those days, remember, you would have a shoe person yeah. sit in front of you trying yep. the shoes on your feet. Mm-hmm. And he crammed her foot in and she stood up and she walked like a robot because <laughs> the shoe was so Ooh. tight. Ooh. And she said, they're perfect. I'll take them. <gasps> <laughs> so that goes along with this, though. Yeah. How would you be able to walk? I couldn't. I couldn't. That's why I don't Mm-mm. wear heels. I don't wear heels anymore. Mm-mm. Chunky boot heels, maybe. She's a tall lady, too. Yeah. So you can imagine when I did wear heels three inches. Uh, oh tall, my gosh. tall, 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 tall. It's mm-hmm. not my turn. It isn't? No. Atlanta submarines. <laughs> Atlanta submarines? Mm-hmm. We all live in a yellow submarine. <laughs> she didn't want to do that. <laughs> Atlanta submarines. If you are fascinated by the ocean and would love to get a closer look at what goes on under the surface, then traveling by submarine is a must for you. You can find these passenger submarines in places like Hawaii, Aruba, Cozumel, where guests can cruise in these unusual vessels. You'll be taken down to 100 feet underwater, where you will see an entirely different world. Now, that would be interesting. I did that. Did you? St. Thomas. Yeah? Yes. And you liked it? Creepy because you're sandwiched in, because it's a, it's a touring kind of submarine uh, for tourists. Yeah, yeah. So you're, there's a bench down the center and you sit back to back with the person behind you. You're actually touching. Uh-huh. And then right, your knees are on the side wall. And you have your own little port, port, portal. Porthole. Porthole. And you look out the porthole and you see everything. And it's really cool. Wow. But then you think, what if I had to get out of here? <laughs> what if I had to get out of here? What if this thing flooded? Are you claustrophobic? I'm in the, I'm in the middle. I'm dead. I'm not claustrophobic, but I felt kind of what a claustrophobic would feel like. I did that in a cave once. Uh It's like, what holds this thing up? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If that thing comes tumbling down. That's a big piece of rock. You can say, you can just kiss. Sayonara. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, there is a company called Little Mismatched that sells packs of mismatched. Socks. (laughs) Socks. <laughs> Little Miss Matt, Match or Max? Two words. Miss Matched. Oh. <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> Miss Matched. Lots of kids don't wear matching socks. It's getting to be a thing. I like it. Why not? Uh-huh. I think it's really cute. I I just like it. I buy all my socks in the same color, so it doesn't matter. So do I. (laughs) (laughs) 
I have dark blue, almost black, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I have white for summer. The little, the little, oh. the little socks you put on with sneakers. I wouldn't wear white socks. Well, you put the little, little pads. They're like little socks. Your sneakers think, hide yes, them. Yes, you, but you got to think about Labor Day. No. What? what? <laughs> So, so wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. So after Labor Day, you don't wear white socks? I don't wear white socks usually anyway. Okay. So after Labor Day, here, we're getting personal now. <laughs> Do you wear white undergarments? Probably. Well, hey. <laughs> I'm just being silly. I liked, I thought that was a real clever thing to say. <laughs> but I, I buy all the same, too. Yeah, Mark has sense. all those goofy socks. He's got socks with Miss Crumple on them. He's got socks with my no grandkids way. on them. He's got Dunkin' Donut socks. He's got. He's wait a got, minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You have Crumple socks? Yes. I want some. You want Miss Crumple socks? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> so, oh my gosh! <gasps> yeah, Miss Crumple socks. There's a there's a website that you can order socks and you can put people's faces on them. Oh, on okay. second thought, Miss Crumple socks. <laughs> Whoa. You got them. You Whoa. got it. I am going to order you some Miss Crumple socks. That is so funny. Okay. All right. Did you know, <laughs> and this is hard to believe, no. in, in the 1600s, pregnancy was considered fashionable. Women would often put cushions underneath their clothes to try to create a realistic bump. It was so popular. In the 1600s. Yep. And then, so they would fake being pregnant. They would fake being pregnant just because it was fashion. It was fashionable. Yep. Isn't it kind of fashionable now in Hollywood or in the past 20 years in Hollywood to be pregnant? Because they usually were? Uh, uh, no, 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 just because everybody was, all the Hollywood people were having babies. That means that they were pregnant. No. <laughs> You heard it here, folks. You heard it here. I have no idea where that's going to go. We have no idea what we just were talking about. I know. <laughs> it just kept going, and I, and it was going nowhere. But <laughs> it was she, good. And it got saved yep. by fact. Fact. <laughs> by a fact. <laughs> if you're okay. having babies, you're pregnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One follows the other. So do you want to go on a vacation and ride on a camel? No. You can go on a camel caravan. Camel caravans are still used in some parts of the world. They can be a novel and adventurous way to travel. Now, I think of a camel as a camel ride. Yeah. Not a vacation. So let's, let's read the rest. Riding, oh, here we go. Riding a camel uh-huh. takes some getting used to, but these slow and sure-footed animals are an excellent way to cross the desert. This is an adventure you'll sure remember. The Great Egyptian Camel Fiasco is what you would look up online. The Great Egyptian Camel Fiasco. What happened? I don't know. I didn't read it, but it says you can go online and you can check out the great Egyptian camel fiasco. So I would ride or take a ride on a camel, but I don't know if I'd cross the desert on a camel unless I was sure I was headed for like um, 99 Applebee's. Something like that. Holiday Inn. A bathroom. Things like that that you kind of like. You're coming up with some weird (laughs) stuff there, Cookie. 
All right. Japanese warriors wore their hair up in a small ponytail after shaving the front of their heads. However, unlike the man bun of today, this wasn't just for fashion. It helped to keep their helmets secure. Oh, clever. <laughs> and now it's time for a break. Yay. We'll be back. Support for WTBR thought- comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union, proud to support high school arts and sports programs to help our community thrive. Greylock Federal, with locations throughout the Berkshires and online at greylock.org. And from BeFair. BeFair is one of the largest premier human service agencies in Berkshire County. If you're looking for services for a loved one or are interested in caring for the people we support, visit BeFair.org today for available opportunities. WTBR-FM, Pittsfield. I told you we'd be back. We are back, and we were just talking about riding a camel. camel. And if you would ride um, a dromedary or a camel, (laughs) one hump or two. Well, isn't two hump? No, one hump is a camel and a dromedary is two, two two humps. One hump We're going to have to look this up. So if it's one hump, that'd be an uncomfortable ride. Well, you'd sit in the middle of the humps. If it's one hump? Oh, 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 oh. One oh. hump, you'd need to be strapped onto the hump. You wouldn't sit on top of the hump. You'd have to be have your legs around the hump or be in a seat. All I can see is a Dr. Seuss picture of this thing on top yes, of the camel. Yes, yes, <laughs> So... All right. Fact or fiction? Just to remind you folks. Or a lie. (laughs) Fact or a lie. One of these is true. Bus passengers who urinated on a beehive are stung in some unfortunate places. Or the woman who cuddled cub survives. Barely. (laughs) So the one about the bees Mm -hmm. in some unfortunate places. Mm -hmm. Would that be like an unfortunate place like a bog or a desert or maybe maybe the wrong end of town. Honey, honey, you're going the wrong direction, (laughs) Bob. So I wanted to take the second half and talk about some some things about milk. Oh, dear. Yeah. So this is all information about milk from (sighs) SpoonUniversity.com. We all know what milk is. Unfortunately. It's a white liquid. Sometimes with a blue-greenish tint. What? That comes from the mammary gland of mammals to give nutrients to their babies. Right? Okay. <laughs> We're conditioned to automatically think of milk as a drink that comes from a plastic jug, a carton, or if you're from Canada, no judgment, a bag. But how much do you actually know about milk? I was raised on a farm. Yeah. So I know I seen it. So I'll read some more as you as you take your turn. And we'll go on with the milk category. Well well, I have found this wonderful new book. It is called the Snark Handbook. <laughs> Insult edition. <laughs> Comebacks, taunts and affronteries. Snark. It's by Lawrence Dorfman. And it was on sale, so I bought it. <laughs> Johnny Carson, did you know Johnny Carson did not like Chevy Chase? 
No. Didn't like him at all. He said he couldn't ad lib a f- toot after a baked bean dinner. He couldn't? <laughs> Chevy Chase couldn't ad lib? That's what Johnny Carson said. That's what Johnny Carson said. So it must have been a difficult interview when he had him on his show. Must be. Because if you can't ad lib, ooh, that's tough. Mamie Van Doren said about Warren Beatty, he's the type of man who will end up dying in his own arms. (laughs) (laughs) And he'll be tanned. John Simon on Walter Matthau, he looked like a half-melted rubber bulldog. (laughs) Howard Hughes about Clark Gable, his ears made him look like a taxi cab with both doors open. Oh, but the face in between. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Rex Reed on Sylvester Stallone. He is to acting what Liberace is to pumping iron. <laughs> that's, that's true, isn't it? <laughs> when you know. think about it. Although he did a good job in Rocky. I, I never really watched it. It was a good movie. It was too easy Adrian. to tell what was going to happen. Well, I know, but it was a good movie. Okay. The, the acting, I, th- I think, uh-huh. the acting was good. Okay. But let's get back to milk. Milk. So here are some little known facts about milk. Mm-hmm. The United States is the leading producer of milk. More than 91.27 million metric tons, that's a little over 21 billion gallons, of milk from cows are produced by the U.S. every year. And that number is continually on the rise, with over 41 billion pounds of milk being produced every year. And California is the top producing milk state. I thought dairy top products milk. and stuff were going down. That's not, not according to SpoonUniversity.com. Uh, wow. So that's our basic fact about milk that, by the way, is not white. It's actually yellow gold yellow gold yeah when it first comes out milk isn't white oh it's after it's pasteurized it's white? i don't know what they do to it oh my gosh i don't i don't know what they do to it but we're going to go on with the milk okay you after are. we go on with your snark yep yep snark book clement Freud, and i don't know who they was clement freud something like that, Uh F-R-E-U-D, said about Margaret Thatcher, Attila the Hem. (laughs) Are you surprised? No. Bette Midler, I'm a member of the royal family. She loves nature in spite of what it did to her. (laughs) You know, that's one that we can steal. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Alice Roosevelt Longworth said Calvin Coolidge looked like he had been weaned on a pickle. (laughs) This is Ann Richards on George Bush. Uh Uh-oh. He can't help it. He was born with a silver foot in his mouth. Oh, yeah. Remember that one? Oh, yes, I do. Okay. Harry S. Truman about Dwight D. Eisenhower. Why, this fellow don't know any more about politics than a pig knows about Sunday. (laughs) Okay. I love those. Okay. Okay. Want to hear more about milk? I, I, sure. Down on the farm? So skim milk. Why do people drink skim milk? Because they think it's healthier. Mm-hmm. 
nutritional beliefs are constantly changing, but this time we're really hoping they're right. The main reason for fat-containing milk may be better for you. The, the main reason fat-containing milk may be better for you uh-huh. is that we need fat to absorb many of its nutrients. The product's main health-promoting constituents include vitamin D, E, and A, which are fat-soluble vitamins. This means our bodies absorb them easier with the help of the fat in the milk. When we take fat out of the beverage, we inhibit the good stuff from benefiting our bodies. The same goes for other dairy products. Don't be worried about consuming too much fat either. Milk fat has a satiating effect, which causes us to eat less when we consume full fat dairy than if we were to consume fat free dairy. Does ice cream work the same way? I think it should. Mm. I think we will say today. Mm-hmm. You vote and then I'll vote. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whole fat. What they're saying is better. I can't drink regular milk. I know. I drink almond milk. And I was going to try to look up almond milk before I left, but I, I didn't have time. But it would be interesting to see what they say about yeah. almond milk. I know it has a lot of calcium. We have oat milk at home. We have rice milk. We also have the, the nut milk. The oat milk? Pecan. Pecan? No, 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 no. Cashew, cashew, cashew. Cashew milk? Yep. Speaking of milk, did I talk to you about milk-free ice cream before? Did we talk about that on the air? I don't think so. So I've discovered some really good dairy-free ice cream. Yeah. Um, here locally, um, I found uh, ice cream made with coconut milk. I, of course, it's fattening. Ice cream made with um, almond milk. Ice cream made with oat. Um, I found delicious soy-based ice cream really? at Trader Joe's and it's not expensive and it's cherry chocolate chip with big oh cherries in it God. and big chips chunks <gasps> of chocolate oh decadent and it is delicious uh-huh. and it's 230 or 260 calories for a half a cup oh I thought you were going to say a spoonful <laughs> no not a spoonful but these ice creams are good but I know the coconut milk one is fattening uh-huh. but just as good as regular ice cream, for sure. Okay. Not so much the one that was made with um, uh, coconut milk. That was a little icy. Okay. Okay. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Okay. All right. These are really bad. Uh-oh. Should Lud- I block my ears? Ludwig van, van Beethoven to a fellow composer. I liked your opera. I think I will set it to music. No. <laughs> 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 no. That's harsh. <laughs> harsh. Very harsh. George Bernard Shaw <laughs> said the trouble with her is that she lacks the power of conversation, but not the power of speech. Who? He didn't say. Oh. <laughs> and this one is, 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 well, Bette Midler. God love her. The only thing Madonna will ever do like a virgin is give birth in a stable. <laughs> I take it she doesn't really like Madonna. <laughs> or maybe they're best of friends and they can throw Who slam knows? they can slam each other. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest milk producer. Okay. Wanna guess? <laughs> Bessie? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Not even a cow. No. It's, Go. A, it's a humpback whale. 
<laughs> whale milk. The, the humpback whale makes 1,000 pounds of milk per day. It consists of 42% fat and twice the amount of protein of most mammals' milk, which gives it the consistency of toothpaste. Oh, yes, yes, okay, okay. Mm, yeah, nope, no, 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 no. But face, adding, adding, her face doesn't look like her anymore. Uh, no, adding milk to your coffee helps prevent bone loss. So it says caffeine inhibits the body from absorbing calcium, which is one of the primary minerals that helps to maintain bone health. Caffeine does this by causing the body to excrete a large amount of calcium, especially after drinking coffee, which contains a high amount of caffeine. To limit the amount of this essential mineral from being lost after the consumption of coffee, it has been shown that adding milk, the number one source of calcium, to your cup of coffee will increase calcium absorption. So I wonder if, because almond milk has hmm. calcium, hmm. if that goes for almond milk as well. I've never heard that. Got to try that. About adding that makes sense. milk to your coffee to make it better for you. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I don't know who said this, but the mm -hmm. question, what's the difference between God and Bono? Like Sonny Bono? No. The band Bono. You too. Bono. Yeah. What's the difference between God and Bono? The answer? God doesn't walking around thinking he's Bono. Uh, oh. <laughs> I had, it took me a moment. It took me a moment. But I did get it. Okay. <laughs> he's liked, but he's not well-liked. <laughs> Who? Who's like Arthur Miller one? said that about somebody? About somebody. Um, um, um. You can say that about anybody. Um, let's see. Um, Fred Allen. That name sounds familiar. Fred Allen. Wasn't he a comedy kind of guy? He said once about someone, he was so narrow-minded that if he fell on a pin, it would blind him in both eyes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel so stupid right now. <laughs> narrow, narrow-minded. Narrow oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. So if I drank and I had a and I had a hangover, I could drink some milk. All of the B vitamins, especially riboflavin or vitamin B2, help to combat alcohol. Luckily, milk and dairy products make the greatest contribution to riboflavin intake in Western diets. Alcohol is a diuretic, meaning you lose a lot of vitamins and nutrients from consuming it, which ultimately causes a hangover. Riboflavin is needed for the body to metabolize alcohol. And milk also contains binding proteins, which may improve the absorption of riboflavin by protecting and transferring them to receptor proteins inside your own, your very own intestine. Which is an That's intestine. That's a lot to take in. I guess it just says, if you get drunk and you have a hangover, drink some milk. And your intestines will feel wonderful. In a nutshell, right huh. there. Pretty good. There we go. 
Um, I don't understand this one. Maybe you can help me figure it out. Uh, this is by Gypsy Rose Lee, and and she's talking about a woman, but I don't understand the comment. Oh gosh, I'm scared. I'm really she's, scared. She's descended from a long line her mother listened to. She's descended. And you shouldn't say who she's talking about. No. She's descended from a long line her mother listened to. Mm-hmm. I, nope. That nope. goes over my head. That's way over my head, too. wonder what that means. That joke is now over our heads. Does anybody around. out there get that? Does anybody get that? Please. Explain please. it to us. I need to know. Where do they contact you? Stuffing for us at gmail.com. It's simple. It's yes. as simple as that. Stuffing for yes. us. I had information last week that I didn't share that um, I thought was pretty funny. Not funny, but cool. Fun. Okay. So you remember the movie Titanic? I never saw it, but yes, I know. So it. in the movie Titanic, Kate Winslet, who plays the lead, uh-huh. poses on a couch with no clothes on. Looking. And. Um, um, what's his name? The the actor that Leonardo. Yeah, Leonardo is the artist, and he's sitting and he's sketching her. Uh huh. <clears throat> and he sketches. It says here, it was actually drawn by the director of the movie, James Cameron. Oh. He said, if you want something done right, you just need to do it yourself. Evidently, he was a sketch artist. Evidently, he was a micromanager too. Uh, well, that's true. He need he was a control freak. And it really, went, if you saw it, it really was well, well done. Um, but I, he, I think he did I've it. seen the picture. Yeah, he did it. Very vaguely or so. He did it. He yeah. did it. Do you remember Molly Ivins? No. Oh, gosh, she was from Texas. She's a funny lady. She was governor for a year. He was so narrow-minded he could see through a keyhole with both eyes. That's narrow-minded. I got that. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> I can picture that. William F. Buckley once told a man, I won't insult your intelligence by suggesting that you really believe what you just said. I won't insult your intelligence. Oh, so he insulted his intelligence. Sure. Yes. Sure. Yes. That's a very clever way to put that. Because maybe someone might say to him, well, thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which would be the wrong answer. <laughs> the Alien movie. While the Alien franchise swaps in different androids for almost every installment, there's an interesting consistency to them. So you follow that? Okay. So they, they swap in different androids for so they almost the every installment. So every time Alien movie is on and they have a new alien. It's not every scene. It's just every movie. Every movie. Okay. Um, so there's an interesting consistency to all of those aliens that are used in all of those Alien movies. Ash, Bishop, Call, and David. Those are the aliens' names. The first one was Ash. The next movie was Bishop. The next one's Call. The next one's David. What's the strange thing? They're men's names. No, they're in alphabetical order. Ash, Bishop, Call, and David. Okay. Okay. It's kind of weird that they named the last one David. I know. I'm thinking of the statue of David. Well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
This one is not really, really snarky in a way. It's kind of interesting. Abraham Lincoln once said, Whenever I hear anyone arguing for slavery, I feel a strong impulse to see it tried on him personally. Oh. I like that. Oh. Oh, this one, see, is by Margaret Thatcher. In politics, if you want anything said, ask a man. If you want anything done, ask a woman. I could have finished that one myself. (laughs) (laughs) Alfred Hitchcock. Yes. Do you like him? Yes. Yeah. Um, Psycho. Uh Uh-huh. At a time it was considered inappropriate to show a toilet being flushed on screen, (laughs) Alfred Hitchcock saw an opportunity to add some extra shock to his already shocking film, presenting a scrap of paper which proves an important clue failing to flush in a toilet. In the book, the clue was an earring found in the bathroom, but Hitchcock changed to a piece of paper actually in the toilet, partly to add an extra jolt for viewers. I don't get that. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm lost. So he put, it sounds like he put a scrap of paper into the toilet which failed to flush when he stabbed her i it must have been in the bathroom i you know i never saw the whole movie uh, oh dear i didn't i didn't see the movie now i have to watch the movie to see what he's talking about i yeah because i don't remember that and i saw that years ago yeah so now you're going to have to look huh you're going to have to look when you're looking at something like that what makes you think to look to a piece of paper well, I, if the toilet's showing and it's going, yeah. and the toilet, pa- that little piece of paper is not going down. I remember that, but I don't remember there being a piece of paper in it. Well, you'll have to look again. Oh, my all gosh. Right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Winston Churchill had a lot of comebacks and stuff. I mean, he was famous for it. He has all the virtues I dislike and none of the vices I admire. Oh, I don't know. He doesn't say who's yeah, saying it yeah. about. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Yeah. He's a modest little person with much to be modest about. <laughs> there, but for the grace of God, goes God. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's cool. Uh-huh. The movie Ben. Yes. Is that the one with the rats? Yes. Uh, Get this. Yes. After the success of the... 2007 film telling the story of the lovable culinary inspired vermin kids everywhere ask their parents can we get one (gasps) i promise i'll take care of it at least one domestic pet chain saw new sales of pet rats jump 50 percent after the movie's release I had a, a volunteer who worked for me once who had pet rats, and she would bring in photographs and stuff to show me, and she loved them. They only lived for about three years. Oh. And then she just got two more new ones. And they die on their own? or oh, it's natural stuff, I guess. They have them put down longer. at the vet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could do so much with that, oh. but it would be just so. Oh, my god. Oh, my that, oh, you're snarky. That's snarky. That's snarky. Yeah. That's very snarky. Yes, it is. Finding Nemo? Did you watch that? 
Most of it. Oh, it's so cute. Well, I saw him on the turtles. It's so... it. Oh, you only saw it in the beginning. Okay. Oh, it's a cute movie. Okay. It's cute. Did you did you find the one after Finding Nemo? Was Dora. Yeah. Did Keep I see that? Swimming. Keep on swimming. Oh, yeah. That's yes. Ellen. Ellen. Yeah. Finding Nemo. Just as there was a run on pet rats from the movie Ben, the population of clownfish in their natural habitats took a precipitous drop following the release of Finding Nemo, which stars <gasps> a clownfish. Marine biologists reported that the number of fish dropped by as much as 75% in wow. the Australian reefs that they inhabit. Why? Because everybody wanted a clownfish. Oh, 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 they did. In everybody their natural wanted, habitat, they were. They were getting them. They were, people were fishing for them and selling them. People are such foolish creatures. Oh, my gosh. Wow. All right, Anyone so which story is true? Cute. Okay. The bus passengers and their favorite beehive, or the woman who cuddled a cute little bear cub. I think the woman that cuddled the cute little bear cub. Only the PB story is real. No. <laughs> no. As reported by Metro UK on March 3rd, 2015. That's that's just unfortunate, <laughs> embarrassing, <laughs> painful. I mean, that carries a lot of a lot of uh, problems mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. If you're mm-hmm. allergic though, you <gasps> swell up. <laughs> I don't believe she said that. I think that's a good place to end the program right now. and opinions on this program are those of the hosts and not those of PCTV or WTBR.